Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. So praise the Lord. So what is the deal with the fasting? What is the deal with the praying? What is the deal of going forward? Okay, so here it is. Number one thing I want you to do, you're going to find this in Hebrews 4.16, Passion Translation. Hebrews 4.16, Passion Translation. He explains what is going on, okay? And this is what we're doing when we get there. It says this. You see this. Let us then fearlessly, right, and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace. The throne of grace is God's unmerited favor to us sinners, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need, appropriate help and well-timed help come in just when you need it. Look at the first part of this. It says what? Let us fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near. This is what we do when we decide to fast and pray. We draw near through prayer and fasting. That is what you do. It says, hey, draw near. What is one way me and you can draw near? We draw near through praying and fasting. Now, here's the system that I like to use for you guys. You can't just pray. If you're going to fast, fast and pray, okay? So let's just say in this disregard, fasting and praying, okay? You can't just pray and you can't just fast. If you're doing fasting and praying, they're a combination together. So what do you feel you could... Pr- now, you got to pray about this. How do I biblically balance this? Well, I can't fast. Well, wait a minute. You can't fast or you won't fast. It's okay. You don't have to fast. But please understand what I'm saying. Pastor Chris, and don't be an extremist, and don't be an overboardist. That's not even a word. I just made it. But... Don't be one of those people that like, I'm, not, I'm just going to go. No, no. Accomplish something you could succeed in. So you go, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going uh, to pray about it and see what God says first and foremost. But then you might be like, well, you know what I'm going to do? I want to draw near to God with my time. That's what you're doing. So you might say, well, I'm going to take time out of eating eating." lunch, or I'm going to take time out of eating breakfast, or I'm going to take time out of eating dinner, or I'm going to eat a little lighter, or I'm going to cut back some stuff. Now, some people do the Daniel fast. They're all in that manual. Some people do a liquid fast. They just go all liquid or something like that. Now, listen, all the fasting in the world is great. It's probably good for some of your body. to. Be, now, I'm going to tell you right here now, there's a doctor um, in Orlando, um, phenomenal, phenomenal. You can find it on YouTube. Maybe I'll find that over the thing. This guy is something else. He's an Orlando cardiologist. And this guy literally said, what happens to the body in a seven-day fast is, is life-changing. Your body reproduces. It's, it's wild. Now, either the guy, the guy is one of the biggest hospitals there. Things got like a million hits. And he goes on to say, like, after day 12 hours, your body starts doing this. After you go into ketosis, your body starts... Just your body basically rejuvenates itself. Like God's design is like 
you, you know, you don't have all this stuff coming in your body. So, of course, your body heals itself and your body regulates this and your body does it. And this guy was like something, man. He started talking technically about even like if you have, um, you know, high blood pressure and it regulates this and it does. Man, it's a scientific whirlwind of what he's talking about. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not prescribing you to do something. I'm a spiritual doctor. Amen. I'm not trying to tell you, uh, you know, I'm not trying to be this dude. So don't go and say, I said, do your research, figure it out. Some of you might have restrictions because of your health. Okay, whatever. Some of you might have this. But here's the deal. Figure out what you're going to fast, and it could be time. Now, I told one guy the other day, he's a business guy. I said, you got lunch? He goes, yeah, I take lunch from 12 to 1 every day. I'm a business guy. I said, okay, give God the 15 minutes of lunch, the first 15, and then do what you want to do the next 45. You know? Add prayer, add walking in the park, praying in the spirit, add word time, add, add prayer time. The object of the uh, desired results is that you're spending more time with God. That is why you're fasting. That is why you're praying. That is why you're separating. That is why you're coming into the presence of God. So you have to pray about that and you have to figure out how can I draw near to God? Well, you say, I get up every day and spend 10 minutes with God. Good. How are you going to spend 10 more minutes with God later in the day? Figure it out. I never did that before. That's why you're fasting and praying. Uh, I spent uh, 10 minutes with God in a day, and I spend 10 minutes with God at night, whatever I do. Okay, great. How about spending 10 minutes during lunch? How about praying in the Holy Ghost? How about praying and reading? How about adding something to your spiritual life? You have to put addition into this thing if you're going to separate. Now, you cannot just fast and not pray. If you're fasting alone, you're just on a diet. Okay? So, I get it. But you have to pray and fast. Well, how do I know what to do, Pastor Chris? Well, that's the question you're going to have to ask God. So, some of you might say, I think I could do that Daniel fast. Go for it. Some of you might say, hey, I think I could do this. Go for it. Somebody asked me, said, Pastor Chris, what, what have you done? I've, done? I've done pretty much everything. You know what I mean? I've done nothing at all. And you're sucking everything through a straw. And, it, it, and you don't really even notice it after a while, just to be straight, you know, a couple of days in, and you're like, whatever, you know, you just roll. Um, then I've done, like, I took it really, really light. Not a problem. Then I've took it, you know, I've done, did you ever just fast and really not fast? No, I've never done that. If I fast, I fast. You know what I mean? I, I, I subject my flesh, not because my flesh, um, how do I put this? Not because my, my flesh... I just don't need my flesh ruling my body. You know, so when you tell your body no, you know, you're, you're, you know it's funny? You're, during this thing, like if you do the Daniel fast, you'll get so tired of eating the nuts and all that stuff. You're going to be like, I want what I want. You're going to really see your body when you fast has a voice. You know, and it's like it wants what it wants. And if you mess up on the fast, don't worry about it. Just pick back up. You know, some people break and snap and make a mistake. Or, you know, some people just, I've had people just totally like, you know, just snap out and just eat a Snickers and just can't. They got hangry and angry and mangly and wrangly and dangly and they got messed up. I said, just get back on it. It's not a big deal. Why do we fast? James 4 and 8. King James is fine. James 4 and 8. This is why we fast. We fast so we can draw closer to God. It's all about getting closer to God. Now, God didn't go nowhere closer in our consciousness. James 4, 8, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. 
Cleanse your hands, you sinner, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. There you go. One of the reasons why we want to draw close, draw closer to God. Now you might say, well, God didn't go anywhere. No, but you did. Draw, you're drawing closer to God. God never, he changes not. So God's like right here, and then we drift off. We get busy. We just came out of the holidays. We just came out of all this stuff. We just had all this relaxed downtime. Everybody get a little spiritually lazy. And now we want to get sharp again for our future. So we kind of fade it out a little bit. And God's like, hey, let me get your attention again. And let's get back on this thing. Get closer to God. So when I'm reading the Bible, I'm praying in tongues. I'm having prayer time. I draw closer to God. James 4 and 8. Here's another one, right? We can get this figured out. Proverbs 4 and 7. Proverbs 4 and 7. What happens is this. Wisdom and understanding is birthed during fasting. Wisdom and understanding is birthed during fasting. You discover some wisdom and understanding you didn't have. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. So wisdom is revealed because it's inside of you. And what? And, and understanding is inside of you, and they become revealed to you. When you separate yourself unto God for times of prayer and fasting, there is deposits in your spirit that God gives you from the Holy Spirit to transform your life. We understand destiny principles because of it. And you see that great in Proverbs 4 and 7, don't you? I mean, I don't even think there's a better way to see it than right there. I mean, I think it's phenomenal. Wisdom is the principal thing. Get some wisdom, get some understanding. Where am I going to get that? From the Spirit of God. I get it from the Word of God. I get it from the Spirit of God. It's a big one, right? And I, and I, and I, and I got a I got, so, so you might say, okay, that's good benefits, but why am I fasting? You know what I mean? I get some of this stuff, but why? You're fasting for spiritual renewal, for guidance, and for healing. And basically, some of you need some res resolution to some problems. Now, you're going to hear this again Sunday, so act excited, because you've got to help people. Okay? You're also tapping into special grace to handle difficult situations that are going to arise this year. So you're sacrificing early to make sure you're ready for later. Okay? The Holy Spirit is going to basically clarify some stuff to you when you pray and fast. This way you can get more, 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 uh, you can become more specific and more strategic throughout your year. Everybody loves this uh, 2 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles 7.14. Okay? Y'all know this. But we're going to read it. 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people which are called by my name, you know this one. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, Humble, that word humble, that word humble can translate over. For if my people are called by my name, shall, shall humble themselves, to humble yourself through fasting and prayer. See, turn their wicked ways, then they will heal from heaven, and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. 
Ain't that good? That's good stuff now, right? Like, and you could find that in the, um, if you look up Second uh, Chronicles, let me do this, Second Chronicles 7, and, uh, you know, you look at that, well, humble, if you look, well, what's humble mean? Humble means subject yourself or fast, okay? So respond by humbling themselves. You humble yourself when you fast and pray. So we don't have to go there, just trust me. Fasting does not change God. He's the same before and during and after the fast. Fasting's going to change you. It'll help keep your flesh under, and it will help you become more spiritually sensitive to God's spirit. Okay? So what it was happening, fasting doesn't change God. He stays the same today, forever, even while. But fasting changes you. Well, how does it change me? It helps you keep your flesh under. How many of you know we could all do a little better there? And also, too, you become more sensitive to the Spirit of God. You ever ask yourself this? Well, what is fasting anyway? Like, if I shut off TV, is that fasting? If I don't eat sugar, is that fasting? If I do this, is that fasting? If I don't watch movies or go on social media, is that fasting? Here it is. Fasting is a spiritual discipline that Jesus taught in the Bible. Jesus expected his followers to fast, and he said God rewards fasting. According to the Bible, it means to voluntarily reduce or eliminate your intake of food for a specific time and purpose. Okay? So biblical fasting is based on food. You understand that? Now, we by faith have modified some of this stuff, because it is not a requirement. It, it, a lot of guys say it is, meaning like this. It says, when you fast. You know what I mean? Not if you fast. So you could say fasting is a lost art. You could say whatever you want to say. Let's just not build a... Do oh, you can only cast out devils by prayer and fasting. That's not true. There's one scripture in the Bible. You probably become more sensitive to the voice of God in casting out devils and more authoritative because your flesh barrier is broken when you fast. But you can't build doctrine out of this stuff. So what I mean by that is this. So let's just say when we come in here, I go fast. Biblically, it's laid out. Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights. He ate no food. Okay? But is there a way to do a social media fast? I think so by faith. Because if you put the social media time away, like let's just say you blow. Let's just, what do you think everybody blows? About two hours a day jerking around on your phone? Me and Grant are trying to figure this out. About two hours? Probably goofing around, five minutes scrolling here. Let's just say an hour. Let's just say an hour. Everybody juches around for an hour with the phone, right? Instagram, scrolling, you know, Facebook, you know, looking at your favorite cars. Come on, somebody. ESPN, come on, ESPN. And ESPN is spiritual. It's the Eternal Spiritual Prayer Network. I've named it, that's what it stands for. I, I named that one near to fast. It's the Eternal Spiritual Prayer Network. So whatever you think it is, it's spiritual. You go there and you can watch it. It's just prayer time. Okay, you know I'm kidding. All right, right? So come on. So fasting, fasting is food. But what we did, because there's not a doctrine that say, I said, all right, let's just say you jack around for an hour on your phone. And I said to you, hey, I'm picking on Grant. He's the only guy here to give a hard time. Grant, if you goof off on your phone an hour, you're going to give God a half hour at a time every day during the fast. Read your Bible more. Besides what you're doing, pray in tongues, meditate some scriptures, read some spiritual material, watch Pastor Chris on YouTube, and do all that great stuff. Praise the Lord. He goes, amen. 
isn't that gaining? Now, watch it. I stopped eating. Well, if you stop eating and you don't do the half hour of prayer, you're wasting time. So what's better to have? Draw near to God or starve yourself and not even pay attention? Now, the perfect world would be cut back a little bit so your spirit's sensitive if God leads you to it. God might, I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm going to say this, and I said this to one year. The kids, the one year when we were in the Miracle Center, did not play video games for 21 days. Now, I'm not, somebody's going to say, that's what I want my kid to do. This is going to be great. I'm not producing conviction. I'm just telling you what happened. Do you not think to a kid, they didn't eat sugar? They didn't play video games, some of them? They didn't do this? Do you, what do you think that means to God when you see a kid put his Xbox away for 21 days and go, I'll do read a couple of scriptures and I'll just lay that down? There's some adults need to do that because these guys are in here jerking around, you know, wasting five hours a week. You know, I, I am not God. I got my own stuff. You know what I mean? Come on, bro. You know what I mean? Well, Patrick says, God might make you. God's already been there, done that, and probably going to do it again. So he got no problem meddling in my junk. You know what I mean? Like, the, I was like, oh, this is going. I was like, the one year I was like, oh, my God, we're not going to be able to do nothing for 21 days. And he was straight up about it. I was like, all right, you just die. You know, you're like, I want to go do this. No. I want to go do that. No. You know, I was like, oh, man, you know, I want to do, no, I waited, I waited and waited and just got through the fast. And then I was like, oh, okay. One year I was like, I'm not, uh, you know, we were, there was nothing so, it's kind of funny, like you shut down all this social activity and it, you get a little bit like stir crazy a little bit for lack of better terminology. Like, you know, you're not, you're not going out to eat and you're not highlighting because food's a highlight, you know, like, oh, we're going to, oh, we're going to, you know, anything, you know, like, oh, it's a highlight. Now all of a sudden the highlights are gone. You're like, oh, this is great. You know, you're not eating everything. You're blending it. You're like, great. You know, and it's like, you're watching Food Network. You're like, I never watched more Food Network shows in my life. You know, I'm like, I'm not even hungry, but I'm just like, oh, my God. And then I was like, the one year I was like sports. I was like, uh, I kind of got to limit this. And oh, my God, man. And it was like, and God's all wild. I'm like, you got to spend time with me. And it's not like punishment. I don't want you to think fasting is punishment. It's a privilege. Okay? And you can see this in Matthew 6, 16. You can see this in Matthew 6, 16. Because I think Matthew, if you see, and King James is great, because he talks about it when, when you fast. You know, Matthew um, 6, I'm going to pull it up over here so I can see it. And I, I know we got it up there. It says, uh, moreover, when you fast, be not as, what? The hypocrites. He said, not if you fast. When you fast. So that's where everybody's play is that God wants you to fast. You know, it's like, he didn't say if you fast. He said when you fast. So it's kind of like, hey, don't be as the hypocrites with a sad kind. Don't, don't be telling everybody I'm fasting. You know what I mean? You know, right? Try to keep your hands a little. They disfigure their face. They may be appear on a minute they fast. They're going to have the reward. But when you fast, anoint thine head, wash thy face. Appeared not unto men to fast, but because thy father, which is a secret, the father which is a secret, shall reward thee openly. So don't be running around, you know, like, ooh, I fasted. I'm so spiritual, I fasted. That's like these people on that naked and afraid show. I like to slap them, you know. These people didn't eat for eight hours. They're collapsing. I'm like, will you shut up? We're in Florida, man. It's usually hot, you know what I mean? Come on, relax, man. You didn't eat for eight hours. You got to go eat worms into the ground. Give me a break. 
Stop, man. Don't be telling people where you're at. I've actually been in a position where, uh, you know, because it's so social, I don't like to really be doing a lot of stuff, but I have to. You know, I, as a matter of fact, I have to travel a little bit this January a couple times. So I'd be real keen to, like, dodge the, you know, oh, let's go, you know, because everything's surrounded by food, you preacher. And, and I kind of lay low with it to be like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? Not, not a problem. We're going to be all right. You know, maybe we just take it, you know, take a light and not affect people because I don't even care, you know. So there's a social aspect. So I make sure I'm very, very uh, cautious not to be like, oh, I'm, I'm fasting. You know, we act all pious, like, oh, I'm fasting. So spiritual. Um, no. The overall purpose and objective is fasting gives me more time to spend with God. And if you think about it, it's more in the social network than it is the time you sit down to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm go, I gotta go out. I gotta go. I gotta go out one night this week. I, there's people made plans, right? So I gotta, you know, I got a four-hour project here. Not that it's a project. I like it. I think it's phenomenal. But you know, you gotta get ready. You gotta go here. You gotta go there. I gotta take at least three to four hours out of my day to go give to being social. When I take the social away, I just gain that time back. That is why you pray and fast. It forces me to spend time with God. Now, does that sound bad? No, that's what the truth is. Take the time you would exchange for eating food and give the time to God. If you're giving up your lunch break at work, take the half hour, spend time with God. If you're giving up your breakfast break, give that time to God. Now, listen, if you can use your time uh, for transformation. You know what I mean? So again, fasting demonstrates Another thing, a desire for something. It shows God you're serious about your prayer request. You're serious when you open up the personal price tag to go after God. God will always honor your deep desire and your praying in faith. So, you know what I mean? They, they, were, they were called to fast. Now, fasting, praying, and reading God's word goes hand in hand. Fasting, praying, and reading. When you fast, pray for God's purpose, His plan. You want this to be revealed in your life. Fast and pray about everything that's major in your life. I'm telling you. Then you'll go back and revisit this. Over the year, you'll probably fast when you need to get sensitive and hear for heaven. Fasting is a way to conquer the physical side of life, and open the door to the supernatural side of life. Because when you deny your body and you feed your spirit, trust me, God's heaven, heaven's going to get louder. Get, it helps me get my edge back. You know what I mean? Sometimes your worship gets dull, your word gets dull, your spirit life gets dull, everything gets dull. You got to get the edge back. You know what I'm saying? And how do you get the edge back? By spending time with God. You subject your flesh, okay? So the big thing is this. You got to make up your mind what you're going to do. That's what these next couple weeks are for. You have to prep in your mind, what am I going to do? Okay, so you got to be like, okay, here's what I'm praying about, and here's what I think I'm going to do. And, and the giving, what I like to tell people about the giving is, I don't go backwards. So what I do is this. I increase every year from the year before. That's just me. I'm like, man, if I gave, if I gave 
this, I'm not, I'm not gonna go backwards. I'm gonna at least get, I'm gonna at least do better than what I did. God brought it in, why not? So I'm always increasing the level of my giving, even to my sacrifice. But that's me. Uh, then I also ask myself spiritually, where do I desire? Where do I want to go? So there's a couple little key components here. You need to do this on your own. No, you got to pray about it. I'm not God. I can't tell you. I don't know your harvest. Well, I just had somebody the other day tell me they received unexpected harvest. But they said, I, I, was, in, I was in service. And I said, okay. And I almost didn't want to give this because I started thinking about that. But I gave this. I gave more than I wanted to give. And they said, by the time I went home, I got it back. And I said, yeah, I said, I can't, I'm not God, I don't understand that stuff. I don't know what you unlock, but your faith in the earth unlocks the heavens that only you can unlock. So you got to really try to hear. So what I tell a lot of people is don't get the give side right away. Get it during the fast. Because you'll hear clearer while you're spending time. And just ask God, say, hey God, what do you want me to do? You really want me to go here? How do you want me to go here? I'm a little bit weird, like, I'm projecting greater because I want more. You know what I mean? I want more increase to be a blessing. And I just talked about that to somebody the other day. I said, man, can you imagine the, if we got the resources, the needs that you can meet? Well, we were just talking about some of the stuff we do for outreach. I was like, man, if we threw that in the budget, I mean, we could really shock this place. So, you know what I mean? So it's like, if I want to prosper personally, it's not just for my own gain. It's for like, hey, man, if the more I get coming in, the better giver I become. You know, and I, I mean, everybody's beyond tithing, you know that. So, meaning like everybody's doing more than just sending their tithing, you know what I mean? So this is what you got to do. You got to kind of locate some of the steps um, because you, it, it, there's a lot of benefits. I'm going to talk about these benefits next week. But before we get to the benefits, we got to have like this front initial conversation. We're getting ready to step into this thing. What now leave the giving to as we're in the fast. So leave that over there. What am I gonna be fasting? That's my first question. And then I start adding the prayer side into it later. So I would suggest this this time before you get there in order, what do I fast? Does that look like morning, breakfast, lunch, food, social media, whatever it is? Now this is you and God. Now remember, guys, what is this? symbolic faith act. Do I have to participate in this for the fifth time? No. You know, Pastor Chris, is this biblical? Yes. It's an act of your faith. Is it really uh, an Old Testament first fruit? No, it's an expected harvest of your future reward. You getting it? Are you trying to doctrinally? No. It's a faith move. It's a safety in the season of life you're in for your financial harvest, your spirit. And then I got to ask, what am I praying about? Now, this is big. This is the biggest one of all. Because once I go, Daniel fast, whatever. You know, no, 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 this, no. I mean, I got people in here. You're crazy. Some of you are nuts. I told God, I'm not not going to drink coffee, all right? I'll do this. I could suck it through a straw, but don't give me none of this no coffee business because that's ridiculous. And say, Petscris, God is going to make you give up coffee one year. I said, I promise you he won't. I don't have faith for that. So I refuse to. Amen. So I'm drinking coffee, and I'll just drink. I'll be on the coffee fast. I'll drink coffee 24 hours a day, 
seven days a week, and that'll be it. But I'm drinking coffee. So all you people that want to get out uh, caffeine and all that, God bless you. God didn't tell me that. All right, mind your business. So hey, I'm going to do this, right? Somebody was like, I want to get rid of vegetables. The kids one year said, we're going to fast vegetables. I was like, you don't even eat vegetables now. Stop jerking around with God and don't play with me, right? So what am I going to pray about? This one's huge. Well, I want, I want to get married. Pray. I want to start that business. Pray. I want Now, the financial thing will help your finances over here, but a business or buy a house. The, the, the big ones, man. God, sit there. Man, if I'm fasting and praying, you know how long the list? You thought your Christmas list was big. I'd have archives of prayer like, man, I'm going to fast and pray and subject myself. I'm going to get everything, man. Put the prayer request, and we're going to have a prayer wall, and you can put your prayers up, and you can get your life going in the right direction. So we're going to fast something. Daniel fast. No this, no that. Cut this out. Cut out the social media time. It could be a time fast where you say, I'm going to give God more time. If it's not food, if it's food, all right, work the fast out. Then get your prayer priorities straight and lay them on the altar of God. Write them out. Now, what I suggest is get scriptural evidence for every prayer request you have. Because 1 John 5, 14 and 16 says this. You don't have to turn there. This is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, which is his word, we know he hears us. So let's get guaranteed hearing. Hearing comes from the word of God. God hears his word, and that's the only thing God hears, because he ain't listening to his mumbling, grumbling, complaining nonsense when it comes to prayers of petition. And the next thing is this. If I know he hears me, I know he will grant me that petition that which I ask. Get scriptural evidence. 1 John 5, 14 and 15 is scriptural evidence. So if you say, I'm believing for whatever, find the scripture to go with whatever and put it there and go, this is where I'm standing and releasing my faith. And you read that scripture out loud because faith comes from hearing. So if you believe in God, right, let's just say you're believing God for uh, the house, right? You're going to sow over there later. You're going to fast the nuts and whatever it is over here. You got that. Here's my prayer. You got houses I didn't build, wells we didn't dig, right? Find that scripture. I'm going to believe God for Houses, he said this, he said, will I not produce houses for you? Amen? Houses, he who gave up. Houses, will I not give you houses in the earth? Man, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm, I don't want to go find a scripture that works for you. How about you say, I need healing, man. This has been serious stuff. I got to have physical manifestation. By his stripes, I was healed. Amen? Praise the Lord. Put the word of God with your petition, and then that's it. Then go for it. This is how you're going to do it. Now you got to get prayerful about it because we've got ready to step in it. Amen? Listen to me and understand this. You are not going to be wasting time joining us in 2023 transformation. I promise you it's the truth. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for each and every person at the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord, that you're leading and guiding them on what to do, how to do it, when to do it. And Father, I thank you, God. We're going to pray, we're going to fast, we're going to give, and you're going to speak to each and every one of us about this supernatural harvest coming our way. And Father, we thank you that the seeds we sow are going to create the future we want to see. I thank you, Father, that the prayers we pray are going to create the future we want to see. And I thank you, Father, that the subjection of our flesh through fasting is going to bring the production of what we want to see in our life. We're going to produce the fruit of it in the future. And 2023 is going to be the best year of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Don't forget, guys, we've got times of prayer during the fast. 
It's coming on the announcements. We're going to have a night of worship. It's coming on the announcements. We are going to have some time around here for you and me to get together to pray this thing out. I'm coming to you with some daily prayer on the site. We're going to be talking about more stuff. Stay informed and stay updated because we're going to have times of prayer with you guys corporately, and we're believing God to take your life to a whole other level. It's going to be awesome. Transformation 2023 is changing you and me. I promise you the truth. I love you, and I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.